Uh, welcome back to the podcast, guys. Uh, your hosts, Zahar and Lucas. Uh, we're back for another episode. We have a bunch of stuff to talk about. Um, just to start off the podcast, um, if you like the podcast, share it. Uh, recommend it to a friend. Um, listen to wherever you listen to. Thank you for listening. And um, the Leafs clinched. Hey, guess this is the only team in Canada in the playoffs at the moment. Yep. Uh, only Leafs. Oh, the, the Leafs don't even have to play anyone because we we're the only one that's clinched. And we're the okay, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be 100 honest with you. The NFL draft site. I'm not even watching the Leafs game. I'm not even watching the Leafs game tonight. When does that start? Uh the NFL drafts at eight. I'm not. I I don't even want to watch the Canucks. The Canucks and Leafs today because yeah. Like, okay, so who cares tonight. Um, as we're recording. Oh wow, we are recording a back to back. We don't really do that, but whatever. Um, we're recording that tonight. Um, they're playing the Canucks at home, so it's gonna be interesting to see how they play after last night. Last night was a fun game to watch because we won. And the last I don't know why last games. last night last night's game. It was just it was a sound game from the Leafs' perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not to say that they were perfect because they definitely weren't. Um, there were there were a few chances Montreal just completely missed, yeah. but sound to the point of all of Montreal's shots were sort of seeing eye shots for Jack Hamill yeah. making his job easier. You know, getting into shooting lanes and passing lanes. Uh, I thought Cole Caulfield was going to score a hat trick because we because you know that's just what happens. The amount of clips I saw of Cole Caulfield like falling over. Just crashing into the he boards got, and just got like weird stuff. By a referee, he got yeah. wrecked by a referee. He drop, um, but like there were so many things that like he was just. I think he was just too excited and he was just so like wobbly on his skates and just like was falling over and all this other stuff, which was just just wild to see. It was kind of funny to see how he was doing, but yeah. So the Leafs win, uh, beat the Jets on Saturday night, um, and four uh, one, and then we also win last night uh, against the Habs four one. So um, I saw I saw zero percent of the Jets game because my sister recently got engaged, so we had a we had a big party. So I didn't watch. I didn't watch. Uh, we had an outside party. Nobody nobody yell at me. We had an outside party, uh, so I didn't watch any of that. But I, I watched all of yesterday. Um, so so for yesterday's game, at what point when Austin Matthews scores a goal, do we just go? We're not like I. Why do I deserve the you? Greatest. Why do I need you? Uh, how do I have you in my life? History. That's he's going to go down as that. He's going to be the I, greatest goal scorer of Toronto Maple Leafs history. And we're only in five years into his career. And he's, I, I don't want to bring it up, but fuck, please resign. <laughs> please. He is. Like, what other team? What other team are you going to have this much fun? Come on. Come on. The way if the way things are going, keep going. He's going to resign. Like, I don't think he's going to go anywhere else. Like, he, uh, the, I think as long as as long as like and, as long as Marner stays, as long as Marner stays, I think he'll I think he'll be fine. Like, yeah, they're both up in the same year. So that's going to be kind of hard. But no, we'll, they're not. We'll, Marner's. Oh, they're not. Him, him and Willie are up in the same, in oh, the same him year. Oh, him and Willie. And okay, then Marner yeah. and Tavares are up the next okay, year. Let's not worry about that. Wait, who cares? Stop. Who cares? You're getting, you're turning into, we're turning, or no, we're reacting like the media. Okay. What do we do into, after the contract? We're turning into like, oh, yeah, but what happens to the Leafs in three years? I don't fucking yeah. care. I don't okay. fucking care. We've clinched um, the playoffs. We're first in the division. We're, won the last two games handsomely over our opponents that are we'll, we'll see in the playoffs um the jets game it felt like a playoff game 
Um, there was a lot of going back I want to and talk forth. About them. I want to talk about them L- later Luke, on. Pierre-Luc Dubois tried to fight Simmons, or they both tried to fight each other, and they were just chirping each other to the bench. So both of them got sent off to the locker rooms, which was, which was pretty funny to see. Um, I heard Joe Thornton tried to fight Nick Ehlers or something. No, Joe Thornton just destroyed Nick Ehlers like six times, just cross-checking him every single shift and just destroying him. They go, it's almost like he, that's what happens in the playoffs. Yes. Um, and then the Leafs apparently got called dirty, which just like, I don't understand why. Um, we, we've been getting shit on for the last like how, five years. Okay, how many years have we been, have we been, we as fans been begging, how about you get some, how about you get some grit? How about you get some, yep. some, you know, uh, some players that'll hit some guys, some players yep. that'll get in your face. They finally do. Wow. Look at these dirty fucking, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> that's. It, you can't win in this market. Like it's not a, it's a, it's a lose lose market. No, I don't even know. I the market the Leafs market isn't calling them dirty. It's outside markets that are like look at these dirty dirty uh look at this dirty Toronto Maple Leaf yeah. team and we're all like but dirty they're literally just fighting back. Yeah. They have a guy that's pushing um, they have guys that are pushing back. Yeah. Um so yeah, it was it was wild to see. It was a fun it was a playoff type atmosphere in the game and if we get that kind of joe thornton in the playoffs he could stay in the line as long even yesterday's joe thornton last three games joe thornton like i i've i've loved him i think the break did them well uh Mm -hmm. or for him i think it was good that he got a break i think he should have had more breaks i don't think he should be playing back-to-backs um but i think the i think the break suited him and it was good for him to have a bit of like the three days off or whatever and come back and kind of rejuvenated and play again. And he looked good. He's on like a three point uh, point uh, game or point. Uh, three point three game point streak. Yeah, three game point streak, uh, which is good to see. Um, and he hit, he night, had a couple of milestones like. Uh, oh this... yeah, so uh, for milestones, Joe Thornton hit a thousand one hundred assists, and then Spezza tied uh, for nine nine ninth most points in NHL history with Rocket Richard. And he did it in Montreal. How I in Montreal too. No, what I was going to say for Joe. Team. Yeah, what I was going to say for Joe is the day the the game before in Winnipeg, he became the oldest Leaf to ever score a goal. Yeah, that too. Which was another another yeah, cr- yeah. crazy milestone. Just nuts. Um, I. If he wait, sorry. If he just scores another goal like later, does he just become the oldest? Older, older than he well, is yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just setting records. Resets I guess. the record, I guess. Um. um so yeah. I don't usually say this, but if we're gonna talk, but talk about last game. What a great game from the fourth line. Yep. I, I really noticed like them the, the entire line. time. Yep. I noticed them the entire game in non-negative ways. Yep. They like, played really well. Positives. They had their legs moving. They had their legs underneath them. What I was saying about Joe Thorne, how like the rest helped him. He looked like he was a player again, and he was moving the legs. Uh, Brooks... I really like how Brooks plays. I think his I, confidence. I'm turning. I'm turning on Adam Brooks. I'm really. There was a couple times where he should have shot but didn't, and uh, it was. You I know, think one, yeah, yeah. There was that like this, but they. Uh, it was the time of when they did they score after. It was like uh, oh the Jake Muzzin goal, where he okay. could have shot and he had a pretty good shot, uh, like open shot on the net. But he passed to Spets and then Spets, I think, passed back or something like that. Like there was a couple moments where he could have shot, but just 
didn't and like passed instead and that's kind of disappointing and even on even but, on his goal he kind of fanned he kind of fanned the puck yeah, into the yeah. net as well yeah he, he, but, he barely uh, even got it on but mm-hmm. yeah that was a big big mistake on the uh on Allen's side but we capitalized and we scored and that that goal put everything away and oh yeah i went into, so i went to the third period when the Leafs are up by like a couple goals, I, I don't know if you do this. I'm just I'm looking at the at the freaking time clock. I'm like, all right, that's one minute gone. All right, that's another yep. minute gone. Yep. And so once it was four one, I was like, four like, one yep. in the third period. Wait, hold on, hold on, four one in the third period. That doesn't really. That, no, I wasn't thinking that. I wasn't thinking that at all. Um, uh, uh, this is a different team. New team. New team. You, you, you can't worry There's, about that. That team is no team is nowhere close to the, to the other to the other one. Yeah. Or sorry, this team is nowhere close to the, the to that other one. Um, our power play scores, which was good to see, but then and, and, every and other not power only, play was just terrible after that. Not only did they score, like they looked dominant, like very zone, yeah. uh, controlling the zone, um, you know, movement, able to find space. They they could have got another. Uh, they could have got another power play goal. Like uh, friggin' Tavares had Tavares had like three scoring chances that he got raw. Yeah. One was the post. Two was Jake Allen trying yeah. to keep them in the game. Poor poor yeah, guy. Yeah. I want to and I want to talk about. I want to talk about the Habs in a in a second. On they are just leaving this poor guy out to drive. Like I'm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about them and I think the Jets and the Habs mm-hmm. are kind of in like this not similar situation but like just. If they don't have goaltending, they're they're done as a team, which is sad to see. But yeah, uh, so the Leafs they clinched the playoff spot. Uh, they played well. They're playing again tonight and then Saturday. So they have three more games against the Habs. Um, if if they keep winning the way they're winning and start and go in like that into the playoffs, I, I'm not really worried about this team. And oh, I'm, I'm not worried at all. See, uh, I, I'm can't wait to see the games and everything when it comes to uh, in the playoffs. Um, so we'll talk about the Habs and uh, and Jets in a second. I just want to touch on the new media deal that got signed with Turner Sports. Uh, for those that don't know, it's the same company that owns TNT um, and Fox. I think I think that they have something to do with that. Um, so it's a seven year, uh, television multimedia rights deal beginning 2021, 2022. So that's next season, uh, exclusive coverage of the Stanley cup finals in three of the seven years. So then the other four, for those that like, don't know is for ESPN. So they're like kind of sharing it, um, half of Stanley cup playoffs, uh, yeah. Half of Stanley cup playoffs each year. Uh, and then uh stanley cup and play uh yeah so stanley cup finals and stanley cup playoffs to tnt and tbs for the same for the first time so we're bringing that there and then up to 72 regular season games and nhl winter classics each season um and live sporting and simulcast rights for hbo max and then expansive digital and really highlights rights for NHL uh, or for Bleacher Report, which is like the Instagram account, and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They, they post all like the highlights and stuff for that. So I think that I think that HBO Max uh, part of that yeah. deal is a really is another really really big one, and also Bleacher Report too, because that's a big one. Yeah, so the Bleacher Report I think is going to be good for the social media aspect of it, and because Bleacher Report has a big like um, reach when it comes to like multimedia stuff. And um, and it's going to be good to see like 
on Instagram, it's not going to be just the NHL. It's going to be Bleacher Report and all these other major, um, like major Instagram accounts and just major companies that are going to be posting it, which is going to be good to see. And the HBO Max too, I think is going to be a big one. Is I think uh, HBO Max like content is for like more serious um, viewers, I think, or just more like Mm -hmm. it's more pristine content. So it's good to see that it's going to be on HBO Max. Um, it, we in Canada don't have HBO Max. Uh, we have we Crave, have, which is basically have, HBO Max. It's 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 real. It's it is, but it isn't. It's not HBO. Even. HBO so kind of just buys works, the rights for yeah. the shows of HBO. Max. How it works is Crave is owned by a media company called Bell, which which runs TSN, which is the sports, which is the Bell Sports Center. Yeah. And uh, what Bell? I think Bell has Bell like bought the HBO Canada rights, which means so on yeah. Bell properties you can watch HBO shows. So on this bell, this bell streaming, it's basically the bell version of Netflix. Yeah. Uh, so on on Crave, you can watch uh, all you, the you can HBO watch ga- game. You can watch Game of Thrones. You can watch Euphoria. Sorry, Euphoria, not Euphoria. Uh, the Snyder yeah, Cut. Yeah, so you can just watch. So you can, yeah, you can just HBO watch all the HBO properties. But okay, so back to the um, back to the media deal. So the NHL is double dipping in, uh, which is good for them. Good. Uh, they get a big basket. I think it's six hundred million dollars a year. Uh, so good for them. Uh, we have more money coming in. We have more broadcasting. We have more people talking about it. I think th- there will be a NHL version of the NBA panel on TNT, which hopefully oh they'll be able to find some people that will be in as entertaining as Shaq and Barkley. And, <laughs> and Charles Barkley. And Charles Did you imagine Shaq? You know, I was watching Sidney Crosby the other day, and I was I was just in utter shock of the the amount that he was able to control with the puck. And yeah. <laughs> could you imagine? As, okay, no, so but as entertaining as that would be, um, I think they would just butcher, just butcher. No, I know the they would. Names of like half the players, the, the Swedish and Finnish players, the Russians. Oh my too. god. Oh, could you imagine him? I was what well, well, I was tuned in the other day. I saw Evgeny Malkin. He was playing against Ev Evgeny Kuznikov, and uh, <laughs> um, I I'm really excited for this. I hope that they get an actual good panel. If they yeah. get like Mike Mil, if they have like Mike Milbury and friggin' uh give me another shitty name like you know jeremy mike milbury and jeremy roenick and all these other people that are just terrible then i i don't think it'll work but if they get if they're able to get good guys on the panel then yeah. that'll be a really good uh that'll be a really really good Which, start. okay this whole thing is gonna be interesting to see how like they present everything and i think they're gonna bring some fun to this um, and the whole TNT thing and that like that panel is like more entertaining than ESPN, let's say. And ESPN's mm-hmm. more like suit and tie and like very professional, like like it's a very one look way at looking at sports. And I think the TNT team, hopefully they bring something else in and um, and we, we get some more entertainment and bringing um, uh, sports or NHL into the mainstream. And I think oh, I'm, I'm so the, I, I'm so excited for these for this deal. It's going to be it's going to be a really good. It's going to be really good both, to do this. Yeah. Yeah. With both these deals from Turner Sports and um, the ESPN deal, I think the NHL is going to grow over the next seven years, seven to ten years. 
And I think that it's going to become like a new, like it's going to become as not as big as the NBA, but I think uh, in the, like it's just gonna increase the amount of viewership mm-hmm. and just fans just across the board, which is increase, I can't wait. You gotta increase in your, you gotta increase in the biggest country in the world when, when it comes to sports, and that is the yeah. United States. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the TV deal is very good. I think it's and it's gonna it's gonna grow the game, and that's how yeah. that's all we want. We want to grow the game. We want yeah. to grow the game in any which in a positive direction. Yeah. Um. So moving on, we want to talk about Habs and the Jets. So the Jets are on a five-game losing streak. Um, We were freaking out when we were on a five-game losing streak. I haven't really seen or heard anything about Jets fans freaking out. I mean, we'll just look at Jesse Pollock's Twitter, and I think you'll... I think think Jesse Pollock is a fantastic guy. He has a great mullet. Uh, For those that don't know, he lost a bet to when the uh, Jets beat the... Leafs and he has a mullet with uh, 34 and the uh, and uh, Toronto Maple Leaf on his both sides of his head <laughs> and it's fantastic to see. I think I could get a good mullet going with my hair right now. Your hair is cur- uh, for those who- Sahar's got like that cur- some curly curly ass, ass hair, long yeah. hair. Uh, it, it just maybe one day you'll be able good. to cut it. But this is this yeah. is how the Jets and Habs are going right now. That's what the Jets and Habs are doing right now. Yep. <laughs> Not very good. Um, the Habs kind of just been mediocre. Uh, the Jets um, here. Let, let's just go through the Jets like injuries because that just that alone speaks of what is happening with the it's, Jets. Oh, they have so many guys on the, on the friggin injury, injury reserve or whatever. Yeah, so it's it's not good. Like they are really struggling. Um, and I like, okay, just one second. And you find the team. Where's the team? Like I knew, I know Ehlers is out. Um, it's probably some other guys. Ehlers is done, uh, done for the regular season. Um, here, one second. Let me just find the injuries. Okay. Here. Um, Ehlers is coming back May 16th, so that's um, uh, that's that's like the end of the season, regular season. Um, and uh, Adam Lowry's injured, and I think there was another injury that I saw at 31. I know Adam Lowry got injured, I think, by Galchenia. Um, yeah. yeah. And that dirty, dirty, dirty hit by that dirty, dirty, dirty player. Yeah. Um, so when it comes to the Jets, their goaltending isn't as good as it was. They're not getting saves, which is just completely taking them out of the race. And just like they they were in second, they were in a good position um, in second place. But now the Oilers caught up and the way things are going with the Oilers, if it continues going, they might actually catch up to the Leafs, which hopefully that doesn't happen. But um, there's a chance in the way that things are going. Uh, Connor, Connor McDavid got like, um, got a hat trick and he was, and I, I can totally tell that he was like, Oh, I'm going to catch you Austin. And then Austin yesterday was like, no, 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 that's yeah. not happening. Yeah. So he would have to have like a couple hat tricks before catching up to, um, before catching up to like, uh, Austin Matthews and Austin the way things were going. There. 
Uh, which awesome math. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, I forgot to mention he has 35 goals, which is just wild. And his, his last night's goal just been just wild. I have it's you're right. So he good. could be the greatest. He could be the greatest Leaf player to like ever to, to play. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um. So this is from 31 Thoughts. Um. No issues with um. Connor Halib are here. Rough, rough week for, uh, week for the Jets, who lost uh, Nikolai Ehlers and uh, Adam Lowry, along with two games to uh, Toronto, one uh, two games to Toronto, and one game to Edmonton. The Oilers have really tortured Winnipeg this season. Um, Connor McDavid has seven goals and nineteen points in eight games. Um, and then Leon Drysidel has six goals and eleven points in eight games against the Jets. Um, and then also Mark Shifley was benched for 18 minutes, I think, in the last period, which is just... Yeah, that was... Interesting because... That was a the, very, very interesting, you know... Because uh, he's he was supposed cl- to be one He clearly of was not a fan. Of, he was clearly not a fan of the decision by Paul Maurice, and I understand, but, like... All right, so we talked about how... How Braden Hol- or not Braden Holby, uh, Connor Halbach is wills his wills the Jets into the playoffs. Yeah, that team does not like playing the defense yep. at all. Yeah. So, so with a team that doesn't that doesn't play defense, Connor Halbach can only take you so far without you actually trying to help him. And they can only and it's do the so same much. thing with the Montreal Canadiens. Yeah. Um, Carey Price is out with concussion. Um, he and and funny I, enough, you see you see his backup goalie go in, and they've lost how many? And they what? They're on. I think they're on like a like a one one four no stretch or something. So one second, uh, Canadians. Um, no, they they're on a one game losing streak, but the last ten they're four and six. That's not good enough for a team that's supposed to go to the playoffs. Yeah. Um. So I both teams need uh, goaltending which they are not getting and um, I don't know how long until um, until uh, Carey Price is coming back which is going to be interesting to see I'd say and, he'll be back um, at the same time as Frederick Anderson which is we don't know yeah we don't know um, but yeah it's it's I okay one second like like I, they say Anderson, April 30th but like that's okay. It, it's maybe April thirtieth. Oh, that's or, that's maybe I don't know. Yeah, you know, like because it's a concussion, so we don't exactly know. Like it could take concussions longer. Are weird, be, they really are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're weird. Um, but yeah, the Habs are not looking good. They're not getting any goal. Like they're not. Um, they're not getting any goals. I think they have oh. two goals. They haven't scored more than two goals in their last. One, two, three, four. I know that they averaged four goals. In the last four games, they oh, haven't four scored games, more so, than two yeah. goals. Oh my! Uh, I I heard something like in their last fourteen, their last fourteen games, they've they've averaged two goals a game. So, how do you expect to? How do you expect to succeed in the playoffs in a division that's higher scoring, low defense? Yep. With a team that can't score, yeah, I don't know. Um, they're gonna get some. Harry Price can back. only take you so far. 
Um, they're going to get their, some of their injured players back um, before the play or for the playoffs or before the playoffs. So that's going to be good for them. But um, when it comes to goaltending, yeah, that, that, that's what the Habs spent about 15 million for goaltending for their duo and their this goalies year. this year. Yeah. And their goalies were supposed to be the, their, their strong suits, their goalies and offense with mm-hmm. a lot of signings. I completely yeah, their forgot offense, that their offense was supposed to be their strong suit. Yeah. And uh, I don't know Josh Anderson's stats, but it's definitely not for what he's getting paid. Um, I remember, I remember their defense was supposed to be this vaunted scary defense. Were you scared of them yesterday? No. And um, you know what I didn't notice is that they, I forgot that they added Eric Stahl. He uh, was, did, did you, did you notice him yesterday? I didn't even know he was on. I didn't even like, <laughs> I forgot that he was in the lineup, which is like, you don't want to see that it, when, when it comes and, to like, bringing someone in. Like I, Nick Foligno isn't, isn't the top guy on that, that top line, but yeah. I notice him. He, yeah. he contributes. He's a like, point per game. Yeah. And like, Jonathan Drew and took a leave of absence. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna talk at all about that because that's a personal issue. And so yeah. that's that's and, that's a personal thing. But and Brandon Gallagher is also like, is Brandon Gallagher the glue that holds this team together? Can from, they not succeed unless they have unless they have Brandon Gallagher? From how the stats were showed last night during the game, I think so. <laughs> I think like he's like after him. Uh, I think they're like they're like uh have a losing record. I think. I'm not sure, but I think they have like, a losing record with they have a lose. So, uh, with with Do- Dominique Ducharme, they do have a losing record. Like they're like 12 and 17, yeah. and Claude Julien was nine and nine. Um, so what this is telling me is, uh, if if you don't have this, um, you know, second line grinding winger, your team is completely screwed. Yeah. Like I know he's the emotional leader of your team. And he just got this huge contract, but still, I'm not, I'm not seeing it. I'm really not so, seeing how this... uh, Galchenyuk has 14 goals and 23 points in 35 games. Tyler Tofori is, hmm? yeah, or sorry, Gallagher, my bad. Oh my um, god, I was like, I was like, you really? Uh, no, he would not be on the leaves if he had that many points. Uh, Gallagher had 35 goals, or no, 35 points, 14 goals, nine assists. And uh, okay. the leading scorer is Tyler Toffoli, and then it's Jeff Petrie. Tyler Toffoli is the only player where I look at him and he goes, and I go, that that's a difference maker. Like he's been a difference yeah. maker on that team. Yeah. And for um, what so- he, I would give him the Josh Anderson contract and give, and give Anderson the Tyler Toffoli contract. Yeah. If you want to, goaltending is brutal for the Montreal Canadiens, and I think that and they're, Jeff, they are spending at this moment they are spending fifteen point seven three zero eight three three dollars, a million dollars. Um, <laughs> it's like fifteen million not bucks. Good. Like here, look. Do you want to guess the save percentage of, of the goalies? So Carey Price, what do you think his save percentage is? Um, I'm gonna go like. 893. Jesus, it's not that bad. Um, oh, it's, it's not 903. Okay. okay, I was 10. Okay, and oh, then, sorry, 901. Uh, Jake out. Al- 901. I wasn't I, I wasn't far off. 
Yeah, but like it's not an eighth. But yeah, okay, whatever. Uh, Jake Allen. Uh, Jake Allen. I'll go nine, nine, ten. Nine, eleven. So okay. like they do not even have like average goaltending. And then Caden Primo, Caden Primo played like one game and got absolutely destroyed. Yeah, he played fifty nine minutes. Um, he has an eight seventy nine. It's their goaltending is what is killing them, and that is not good. See, the thing is, and that's why their team can't succeed because their goaltending is the only thing that keeps them afloat. Yeah, and it's now the wor- one of the worst things about them. Yeah. And they're paying $16 million for those goaltenders, and they're not even above average goaltending. And um, I think that's their demise. And uh, after seeing, depending on how in the next three games against Montreal goes, I, I think this, hopefully this goes well, but this might be just be a sweep. And um, I think that, so there's going to be a lot of questions to be asked in um in Montreal. And let's be honest, like Montreal's not an easy market. To, we talk about Toronto. Montreal's not an easy market either. Yeah. And they have and, the whole think, French aspect of it. And I think that's also what's mm-hmm. going to be taken into consideration. And all right. And then here's another, here's another thing that I'm, that I'm just looking at now. So uh, Thomas Tatar, Philip Deneau, Joel Armia, Eric Stahl, Corey Perry, and Michael Froelich. What do all those players have in common? They all have negative numbers. Uh, plus, minus is negative, or they don't. They have are all. Goals. They are all unrestricted free agents at the end of the season. Oh, okay. I'm I'm looking at the stats side, so that's no, why I'm, I didn't I'm on, see that. I'm on cap. I'm on cap friendly, and just their their weakness is okay. Now it now we watch the team, and so their strength is defense their goaltending has their goaltending can be their weakness but it's just not at the moment and uh no you their, mean it can't be it can be their strength yeah sorry their their, their goaltending can be their their greatest strength when it's working and it's not yeah at the moment and at their greatest weakness they're going to be they're potentially losing one two three uh four five and six players um uh, to the uh, to unrestricted free agency. What the f- hold on? What just happened? Oh my fucking god! No, 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 no. Reigning MVP Aaron Rodgers is so disgruntled by the Green Bay Packers that he is told. Oh my some, god! Told some within the organization he does not want to return to the team. <gasps> no. <laughs> okay. Um. So, don't do that again. When it comes to hockey talk, we're on a goddamn hockey podcast, and you're freaking about the NFL. I understand you're a Packers fan, but um, for the hockey people, um, it has nothing to do with <laughs> hockey. I thought something bad happened with, um, with with. The Leafs, the Leafs? No, no. What the fuck? Are you kidding me? I'm gonna. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Okay, I'm gonna have my heart attack in about. Uh, I'm gonna have my heart attack. In the, okay, my friend texted me. Um. Uh, oh my. <sighs> okay. Okay, um, we can talk so about this later. Canadians. Okay. What? Back, back to the Montreal Montreal Canadians. Canadians. They have to get back on track. I don't know what that means in any in what capacity they like what what the solution is to their problems. 
uh, but they have to get back on track. And um, the way things are going, it doesn't look like they will be getting back on track. Um, but I don't know. I don't know what to do. And I don't know how this is all going to end up. I, I, it's it, This is a very much a between the ears situation. Uh, I know Tatara wasn't playing yesterday, and I think someone else wasn't playing. I think he's injured. I, yeah. Um, I don't know how this because this team, the, what we saw yesterday was not good enough. Yeah, what, what we saw yesterday was not good enough. Um, uh, sorry, I am frazzled at the moment, but that's 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 for another day. Oh my god. Um, and the Jets, their goaltending has been average, but they don't play defense. So their goaltending is La Brossois, uh, for Brassois, it's uh, a 922. And then Connor Hellebuck had a 913. And it's above average. Um, like it's above average. Uh, I, I say a 915 is average, I guess. I think like 915, 920. So they, they have average um, goaltending and it's just that team doesn't play defense. And you know what, like this brought up another question is if they don't play defense, why do they have such a problem with Patrick Lyon? He didn't play defense, but he did score a lot of goals. I have no clue. I have no clue whatsoever. So, yeah, that's another thing that like uh, could come up and just an interesting question. Hey, my computer's going to die. My computer's going to die. I need you to transfer the, to the next co- topic without me. So two seconds. Okay. Um, so, uh, it was announced today, I think, or yesterday that Ryan Miller is going to retire. Uh, he was the duck, uh, or ducks, um, goaltender, uh, for the last four seasons. Um, he played, he's retiring with 794 games. He played for the Sabres, Blues, Canucks, and Ducks. He won a Vesna in 09 and 010, um, or in the 09, 010 season, um, and he has 390 uh, wins, most for uh, for an American goalie. Um, and Miller is retiring with the second most um, second most shutouts, which was 44, and uh, uh, the most games played, which is 794 among U.S. born goalies. This guy was and unstoppable for he like was a, unstoppable. I for does like a he good have stretch of time? A, I don't think he has a Stanley Cup. No, he doesn't. But he does because he, yeah, he played so. for the Sabers. Like he played for the Sabers, Blues, and Who's... Canucks. Mm-hmm. Like so. Yeah. Um. Wish him all the best. He's retiring. Uh, I do. I I could see him back. I think as a coach, coach, a goalie coach, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or he's gonna be. I don't like. I don't know his really his character or how he is. He might just buy a cottage and but fuck nowhere and just move out there and no one will ever like Thanos again. Yeah, <laughs> like Thanos. Thanos. Um, no, Ryan Miller for a good stretch. Like if you look at his stats, like just go back. Like this guy was, this guy was unstoppable. He was, he was the state's goalie in the 2010 Olympics uh, yeah. the, for the Crosby goal. This guy, you could not beat him. It was, he was unbelievable for a long time. So I'm glad you brought that up. Cause I wanted to bring something else up. So uh, SDP, the SDP, they brought up uh the the top five goalies of all time yep and i think that it'd be fun for us to kind of do who are the top five goalies right now this season um or oh these or like these or like the past whatever past five years or whatever you know um okay here let me just pull up some uh, nhl stats for goalies So, so that we can talk about this season uh, so I'm looking for this at this season, 
And I, I did mine for wins. I want to do save percentage, but I, I want it. I don't know how the filters really work when it comes to like, I wanted to have like at least, you know, 25 games or whatever. Um, so I, I you can do save percentage. How do you do save percentage? But I don't know how to do save percentage for like goalies that have played at least 25 games. That's what I, that's oh, what I, I don't I, know. Um, if you could do that, if you could do that, that'd be great. But whenever I, whenever I, when I clicked on save percentage, I'd get goalies that have played one game and gotten like, or like two games. And one of them, one of them, they got a shutout. So their, their, their save percentage is like 950, whatever, 957. Oh, games played. There you go. Mm -hmm. 25. So if we're doing, if we're doing it strictly on wins, the top five are Vasilevsky, Philip Grubauer, uh, Mark Andre Fleury, Tristan Jari, and Connor Hellebuck. Um, and Connor Hellebuck has played. Connor Hellebuck has played forty game forty games this year, and I think that the Jets have played like I want to say the Jets have played like forty six games. Oh, okay. Like there you go. Um, okay, so I have it. So these are players that played um, greater than um, 25 games. So Vasilevsky, Marc-Andre Fleury, uh, Yus Soros. Um, oh, Yus Soros, okay. Uh, Semyon Vermlamov, Cam Talbot. That's top five. And Mike wow. Smith. Man, Minnesota has just... Minnesota's turned into a fun team, and I don't know how they did that. Like, yeah. it's... I'm 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 so I'm in awe of how they were able to yeah uh, just completely turn the tide. Um, so Vasilevsky and Flurry have a nine twenty seven. And so then I think Vasilevsky. I think and I think, Varlamov I think Vasilevsky nine twenty six. Okay, I think Vasilevsky and Mark Andre Flurry are definitely the top two because they're top five in both of those categories of wins and save yeah. percentage. Um, if we're talking about the last five years, I have to say Andre Vasilevsky and Flurry. Mm -hmm. um, I think Anderson. Or no, okay, so five. So top. Okay, so top five over the last five years, I would say Vasilevsky, Flurry, Hellebuck, Anderson. No, I wouldn't put him there. And um, God damn it, who's the guy in Boston? Rask. Rask. Um. I would not put Anderson there because um, he's one of the Oops. weirdest. He's one of the weirdest goalies because he'll, he'll just go hot cold out of nowhere. Um, one minute he's a one minute he's a Vesna candidate, and, and the next he's he can't stop the beach ball. But like Vasilevsky is there, so is Flurry. Um, Hellebuck think, has to be there. Yeah, so is Hellebuck. You know what? I'll take. I'll actually put Sergey Bobrovsky there because we're talking about the last five years. He's had great stretches over the last five years. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, th I think. I think to. I was. I was just looking over like the Vesna winners, and he is one of them. He won in 2017, so I think. Yeah, mm -hmm. I. It's just. I think there's this like weird cloud about him, or like cloud around him, is that like he's great, but then he's also just terrible. And yeah. in Florida, he hasn't been great, and he hasn't been terrible. So he's just been average. Mm -hmm. But there were there were a few seasons he's had he's had some he, where he had some great great seasons with yeah. um with Columbus, 
Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so Vasilevsky, Fleury, Hellebuck, uh, Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky, and those are your last guy. Like, Tuka Rask has been good. Like, oh, over Tuka the last Rask, yeah, I think I might be. I think I might go with Tuka Rask. Like Pekarine. I think, I think I might go with Tuka Rask. No, Pekarine was good in 2018. But I. Uh, this is the, this, this is the thing is Pekarine is great, and then the playoffs hit, and he doesn't know how to play again. Yeah. Like he's he's the most unpredictable goaltender in the NHL. Like it's not even a question. Yeah. Um. Um. Cam Talbot was he just he was okay in uh, Edmonton or. Yeah, he was Cam Talbot. Had, Cam Talbot had a resurgence this year. Yeah, this Mike Smith year, also had a also had a resurgence this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Jordan Bennington, he like I I would you could debate that he had that one amazing year and that might yeah have, he had one amazing year couldn't. and then where and then his save percentage has been dropping slowly over uh over the last couple of years. Um, Mark Strum has been just a steady goalie across the board. He hasn't been crazy, but he's just been steady. Um, not Matt Murray. He's done. Carey Price, not the last five years. I think the, if you take the last 10 years, then maybe Carey Price. Um, yeah, but last yeah, 10 I think, years, yeah. I think like over the last five years, I think your list is like... Uh, we basically have the same list. I think Anderson... If you're really looking at him, he probably should have. No, I don't think he should have won a Vezina in the last five years. Um, I I think Bobrovsky. I, I just think Bobrovsky's like career has kind of like taken a turn. That's why I didn't really think of, of him. Um, but I, yeah, I think that your list is probably the best list that you can come up with, like the, with the best goalies over the last five years. Yeah, I'd say I. Yeah, it's an interesting conversation, but um. I think yeah, I'd I'd say that those guys those guys are the uh, those guys are definitely the top tier. If you if we, were to, if we want to talk about the last last five years, um, I think that I think those are some of I think those are definitely. I think I think any order of those five guys. I think, but I think either Mark Andre Fleur or Vasilevsky make that top of the list because yeah. Vasilevsky is just he's just been disgusting over the last five years. And he, I think, I think right now he's the best goalie in, in the league. Oh, there's no question. There's, or, there's no, even question in the world, is. arguably. Um, but I think, I think he's one of the best goalies that is out there right now. Um, we can talk about the whole, like uh, all time debate. I kind of just want to do some more research before getting into that kind of debate. The all times, all times weird. Hockey's just hockey's so old that I don't really. And don't know. it's not the same sport. Like that's the whole thing about doing the all time yeah. debates is you can't. When it comes to hot, I think when it comes to like other sports like soccer or basketball. See, but basketball, like they put in the three point line, yeah, which kind of changed that. I think football is maybe one sport that you can. Like, I don't know, really know about football, but, like, were there any major changes when it comes to football, when it comes to, like, quarterback um, positions? When it comes to the quarterback position, no. Well, that's not that's not true. Um, these quarter, quarterbacks now um, are a lot more mobile, and they used to just be, like, pocket passers. Mm-hmm. And also, 
because and because of that, the running back position has become a lot less a lot less useful. Um, yeah. because a lot of quarterbacks are now you know runners and yeah they move and just yeah I was having sorry such about a good that. day. I was having such a good day. The draft was today. There was no drama, and then fucking Aaron Rodgers. God, okay, I so have... b- back to what I was saying is that um, the I think soccer is probably the sport that changed the least since like since maybe the last hundred years, and I think the NHL and like NBA. Uh, oh, actually, Major League Baseball I don't think has changed that much uh, since since the thing. So I think it's I think it's slowly going to change with with these with players coming in. But yeah. for a long time, it was yeah, it, it hasn't so really. Changed if you're that talking much. about like the top five of each sport, I think that for baseball, soccer, and maybe football, it's like the debate. You can debate a player that was a hundred years ago, and that's now. And um, I think those three sports like changed relatively, like haven't changed relatively like much. So mm-hmm. I think those like those three sports you can debate whether like who's the best thing. In football, it's kind of hard to debate when you have someone like Tom Brady who's still playing and has seven rings. Football's so, so hard to debate who's the best player because um the different positions. Because yeah, because of the positions. Like that's the that's the real reason behind it. Yeah. Um and in ho- and hockey and basketball's a little bit easier. Yeah. Um so yeah, so we'll talk about that in the offseason or we'll find some time to talk about it because there's going to be stuff to talk about when we like when we think. Um, so uh, I want to talk about the other teams that clinched the playoffs. Um, so in the Central Division, the Hurricanes, Panthers, and Lightning have all clinched the playoff spot. Um, it looks like there's going to be a Florida uh, matchup in the playoffs, which is going to be fun to see. It's going to be Panthers and Lightning. Um they're they're one point difference, but uh, and the Lightning and have Carolina. Two games wow, in Carolina's top that division. Good for them. Yeah. Um. So, I hope it's gonna be fun to see a Florida series. Hopefully that 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 happens. Um. And um. We'll be able to go forward with that, which is gonna be fun to see because they've been in the league for a while and they haven't been able to uh, challenge each other. They almost they almost did that a couple of years ago. A couple yeah. of years ago, they almost we almost had an all Florida second round, but Florida lost in the Florida lost to the yeah. Islanders. Yeah, uh, and wasn't that the to, to John Tavares goal mm-hmm. overtime or no, not regular? Yeah, it was an overtime. So oh, no, overtime. Tavares. Yeah, yeah. So what happened was uh, the Pandas were up one nothing. Tavares scored with like thirty seconds left in the third, and then scored in overtime as well. Oh, okay, yeah, that's how it happened. Um, and then for the fourth place spot, it's literally a battle between the Predators and the Stars. The Stars have two games in hand, so they could make the playoffs. Um, for Carolina, I think I think they have a bigger chance of winning, but it is also the Stars, and it they did go to the Stanley Cup Finals last year, so it could be interesting to see how that first round shakes up. So yeah, so the Hurricanes and Panthers and Lightning are. Uh, in uh, our already thing in the east which is interesting um uh, no one has clenched the spot yet surprisingly that's Um, surprising it'll it'll come and come i think it'll like it'll come soon like and in the the capitals are in first place with 68 points and we have 67 points and we've clinched and they still haven't so we'll see what happens most likely it'll be capitals penguins islanders and bruins but depending on how 
Man, um, I want the, the Rangers. Rangers. To, I want the Rangers to squeak out the Bruins so badly. Depending oh, on I how the, the Rangers so play badly. within the last like last six games, um, they could it could be a dogfight to the last game, um, mm-hmm. but depending on how uh, Boston's playing, it, it could shake yeah. out. But uh, in the West, it's the most cemented just division. Um, it's literally three teams, and then it's a fifteen point difference to get to the fourth. Oh team, my god! It's wild. so much. Yo, St. Um, Louis or Arizona, whoever's gonna be is just gonna get fucked up by the, yeah. by the Golden so, Knights. Golden Knights um, are on a ten-game winning streak, so they're just disgusting. They're just destroying everyone, um, and um, so they're first. So they've clinched. Avalanche clinched, and the Wild have clinched. And then the fifteen-point drop-off is where the Blues Blues are in fourth place with three games in hand and three points up on Arizona. So it looks like the Bru- uh, Blues are going to, I think, take that spot. Uh, they had a nice comeback yeah. win last last night, I think. Yeah, last night. Yeah, I, saw, I think I saw that, yeah. yeah. And so that's going to be interesting to see how that turns out. And um, the North Division, uh, the Leafs only clinch, and I think the Oilers can clinch or... Uh, I think the Oilers, I a, the Oilers soon are going to clinch. Yeah. Um, uh, so I don't really think the flame. I think the flames are out of it. Um, uh, yeah, we've been the, those four teams, I think have been locked for a really long time. Yeah. Um, and uh, I just want to congratulate the senators. I think the senators would be able to, would be fighting for that fourth spot. If they had good goaltending, they are currently, one point above the Canucks, but they did play seven extra games, but they are one point above. It's a good point, but they are one point above the Canucks and the Canucks are currently sitting as the worst team in the division, which is just hilarious. The Canucks are just what a joke. Um, The center. I mean, I can't really blame them. They had COVID and everything, so I can't really blame them, but Damn. No, I'm <laughs> okay. So yes, they had COVID, but before that, they have not been playing good, and they're just they were they, playing good. Yeah, they they won two games against Toronto. I thought I remember that would give them a bit of a bump, but yeah. um, I, I don't know. It's just it's... I remember um when they beat those, they were like, oh, they got the Sens three games in a row. Maybe the maybe the Canucks were pushing the Canucks boulder up the mountain. Yeah, and then nice nice Canucks playoff spot. Nice Canucks playoff chances. Be a shame if someone were to kick it. And yeah, the Sens. Uh... Man, I guess the Kachucks. I guess the Kachucks just love fucking around on the um, with the Canucks uh, yeah. because he uh, Brady Kachuk just went off on the uh, um, on the Sens yesterday. Um, yeah. So I think uh, one more thing to add is I have here. I forgot to mention when we were talking about goalies. Um, Carter Hart will miss the remainder of the season with an M, uh, M, R, sorry, one M- MCL. Uh, yeah, MCL sprain in the left knee. So I think that's done for Philly. I think Philly is not in the playoff race, and I think they've been out of it for a while. Um, but I think that that sucks for them. I thought Philly was actually going to make it. Um, they should have, but, but I don't know. They just completely happened. shit the bed. Did something I don't know. Um, so I have a couple of things. Uh, the Calder Cup race is heating up. Uh, it's between Robertson and uh, Kaprizov. 
Uh, Robertson's one Not point Nick behind. Robertson, Jason Robertson. Same family. Yeah. We have the better brother. He's it's still early, but we have the better brother. Yeah. Um. Uh. So yeah. So it's um. James, Jason, Jason, Jason. So it's Jason um Robertson and then Kaprizov. I don't I don't I don't remember his first name. I just, I, uh, I think it's it's I think it's Kirill Kirill Kaprizov. Kirill Kaprizov. So. He should win the Calder. That that Minnesota is a fun and exciting team because he did because of him. He, I don't know how he was able to do that. Yeah, but he, he made he the Minnesota should, Wild fun. He should. Uh, McDavid's obviously going to win the MVP, but like, if McDavid wasn't in the league, I think Kaprizov would have a good chance of being the MVP because he kind of brought life back to that team and um, brought them back to the playoffs. So they're in the playoffs. They're facing the Avalanche in the first round. So that's gonna be interesting to see how that plays out. I think the average Avalanche is gonna win, but yeah. Uh, the Avalanche are gonna just—I—I would—I'll be cheering for the Wild, but the Avalanche are gonna just kill them. Yeah. Um. So there was some stuff about um about how the new like layout for the uh, NHL games is gonna be next year. Mm-hmm. Um. Do you want to talk about that? It's kind of. Just I haven't even read. I haven't even seen it. Oh, I haven't okay. even seen it. So okay. So in thirty-one thoughts. Uh. Elliot Friedman laid out two like two options of how next season could be laid out. Uh, so here, let me go through uh, option one: uh, home and home with the opposing conference, thirty-two games. Uh, three versus the other divisions in your conference, twenty-four games. Um, twenty-six game or yeah, twenty-six games in your division, four against five of the other teams three against the other two that leads to the previous playoff format as well so it'd be a division Uh, playoff type thing no i don't want the old playoff format because it screws over all the teams yep um and then this is option two so home and home with the other three divisions, 48 games, four versus each divisional opponent, 28 games, leaving six, uh, leaving room for six special games, such as historic or geographic rivals. For example, we could ask for more Toronto versus Vancouver starting at 4 p.m. Pacific, of course. And then those would likely lead to divisional playoffs. So this year's playoff format. I mean, this year's playoff format's pretty freaking cool. Um, let's see. It's because I look at it. I look at it from a from a perspective as a fan. I, I look at it from the perspective of I'm a Leaf fan. If, so if we have the old format, two, so option two would give you more historic like conference games. So we could have an extra game against Montreal. We could have an extra game against Vancouver. We could. I'd love that. I think I'm more the on six the six games. Uh, we could theoretically have an extra game against every Canadian team. I think I'd, I'm I'm much more on the option two bandwagon at this point. Yeah. So um, it, it could be interesting to see. I, I know that they're playing around the thing. I pray to God that this is going to be... Why can't I... Two things. Divisional, it's going to be the same thing as it is the previous formats because our new, our, if we go back to the old division, it's literally going to be 
um, uh, Lightning, Boston, Toronto, and Panthers. If you're looking at this year and who's the best teams, it's just going to be a crapshoot for the top four. Um, but why can't we just go to winning percentage? I don't understand. Yeah, why can't why we just go to winning? It's not so hard. Fucking, it's not that the NBA does it and they're perfectly fine with doing it. Why can't we just do that so that the best teams get to play the shittiest teams and it just, just. No, maybe not even winning percentage. Maybe just how about uh, the team with the most points plays the team with the least most. With That's the, winning with percentage. The no, well, winning percentage. Winning percentage would be they take they take away like they take away points at they take away points in general, which would be like because in the NBA, if you win in overtime, it's a win. It's not a it's not an OTL. It's not an overtime win or an loss. overtime loss. It's just yeah. a it's just a it's just a win. So so how the NHL always does it is the fact that like they play within the divisions. I don't want that. I, I want just. Yeah. If you have the most points, you play the team with the least amount of points. It doesn't matter yeah. what division. I don't care. You know? Like, yeah, that's, I that's how I see it. Yeah, I don't know. This whole... This whole... I preferably, perfectly, like, my, in my perfect scenario, I, they just go to winning percentage, do the over... Get rid of the overtime loss. Um, it's one thing. They're not going to get rid of it because it gives non-competitive teams... It makes com- non-competitive teams competitive because... If you really look at like half the teams in in the league, they should be so far off from the playoff race that like they have no shot. But because of the overtime loss point thing is they put themselves or they push the thing into a position where they think they're they're good. And in a playoff race. Um, Do you have anything else you want to talk about? You want to talk about Rogers? Like it's. it's, I'm so fucking depressed right now. You have no idea. To be totally honest, right, so- like the way he like everything kind of went down from last year, I, I, I didn't think he'd come back, which sucks. But oh, like, I, no, I thought he literally said he said uh, with Pat McAfee something along the lines of like, oh my god, like I like it wouldn't surprise me, like like something something along the lines of like. There's no reason why I wouldn't be back next year. Something like that. Yeah. Where yeah. it was like he used to double negative, but he said like he's like I'll probably be back next year. So yeah. For the context, like, god damn it, Aaron Rodgers has been has definitely been salty with the Packers since they drafted a quarterback last year, and Aaron has a bit of a personality. It's it's what gives him his charm. But now it's just he's complete. And now apparently he, in the middle of our show, gave decides to to tell the world that he doesn't want to be on the Packers anymore. Uh, an organization that has done nothing but uh, but groom him into the greatest one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Yep. Uh, an organization that has treated him uh, mostly with the with the utmost respect. Uh, that has tried to give him uh, all that he wants. And now I have no idea what they're going to do at the draft today because apparently they don't have a quarterback anymore. Just, ugh. Ugh. Like, I'm I'm in so much confusion and shock and just all at once, I have no idea. Like, uh, because Aaron Aaron Rodgers has been a stone, has been the the backbone of this franchise uh, since he took the starting reins in 2008. 15 years? Yeah, uh, fifteen years. He got drafted in two thousand five. So 12, he didn't become yeah. a he didn't become a starter since two that uh, until two thousand eight. 
So 15 years with the club and then like about like 12, 12 years, years of them starter. carrying him. Yeah. Um, he's been carrying the team. I, I, I can understand like he's, uh, he's probably mad at the fact that like they don't give him as much support as he wants, but like, Jesus, come on. Like, oh, I'm so, I'm so, I'm so mad at this whole scenario. I really am. Um, oh I just saw a tweet from, I just saw a tweet from one second from luca rosano if you know from uh like uh from uh from toronto he's the raptors version of steve dangle and uh he's a great guy and uh, you know what he tweeted what did he say rogers to the pats i mean (laughs) that'd be funny which like if he goes to if he goes to the patriots patriots super bowl no, no 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 The, no, the, he doesn't have anyone. There's no one on the Patriots that's actually like good enough to, to for him to throw to. Like, there's just not. Um, it's Bill Belichick. He he, if if he's able to sign Rogers, they they already signed friggin' uh, Cam Newton for some reason. Um, yeah, that's, that's a good, good question. Um, but where but do you think we're in another where... situation of like, um, there's another there's another situation here of basically like. Like they have to trade him in order for him to play, or in order for him to get out. Like he can't just he can't just leave. Oh, on his own so he's will. not a free agent. True, I thought he's not I, a, I free thought agent, was a free agent. But he can. I think he can be released, which True. would make him a free agent. But yeah. they have to agree on, upon that. So, so, something's going on here that I'm. I'm so confused right now. That's really what it is. I'm so confused. I'm so I'm so looking forward to getting off. I'm actually getting looking forward to just getting off of this call and sulking in my own anger. Cause I'm I'm so I'm so lost right now. Yep. That that's not good. Um so thank you for okay. listening to the Gen Z hockey podcast. My name is yeah, Lucas Bruce. And I wanna go uh, friggin' jump wanna, off I, jump off okay. a roof. Yeah, okay. Lucas, relax. It's sports. In the grand I'm joking. Things, I'm joking. I'm joking. Really I'm joking. Um, I'm joking. I know it doesn't matter. For, I'm just a little upset right for, now. For my Ukrainians or Orthodox people, I want to wish you guys a happy Easter because Easter is this weekend. Um, so have happy Easter and uh Christ has risen. Um, so thanks for listening to our podcast. Uh we'll be back <laughs> for next. the Packers. For the Packers, Christ has now fallen. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll be back Monday, I think. Monday or Tuesday, depending on how our schedules work out. Um, Lucas is gonna be salty until uh with everything gets resolved with Rogers or doesn't get resolved, or he's still gonna be salty either way. I don't think he's gonna be happy either way, but um, thanks for listening. Check us out, recommend us to a friend, and uh we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>